Hello, mama. Hope your day is so glorious. Mine is because I'm sitting here with you. <laughs> it sounds so cheesy, but it's true. I do love this. And it's been a minute since I've sat down uh, to talk to you because I've just been in the midst of some stuff. So I am excited to be here and I'm excited to continue our conversation we started a bit ago. Um, usually I have these episodes recorded kind of way in way in advance, often, often can't speak today. My baby was up all night. Um, so you know how like your brain just doesn't work right the next day and words are hard. <laughs> Sentences are hard. So I need a little grace. Thank you for that grace. <laughs> but anyways, um, often I have these episodes recorded in advance, so you're not necessarily getting me live time, but I'm a little behind the ball because I've been having some big things happening in my world. And so I am coming to you like a couple days before this airs. So this is as close to live time as it gets on a podcast. So anyways, the, the first episode of this podcast aired uh, this, this the beginning of this week, this week now. Um, and I'm excited to continue the conversation this week, um, to dive back into what are the things to do when you are just over it, where you feel stuck, you feel like you're going nowhere. You just want things to be different. You want the next season to be here. Like, what do we do with those spaces? How do we do them well? How do we get through it with joy and gratitude and allow God to use those seasons? And I am preaching to myself as we talk about this because I'm kind of in the midst of that. Uh, The funny thing though is that I'm now in some ways on the other side of the new season I was waiting for. When I recorded the first one, I was waiting for school to start. Now we are on our third day of school, so things feel a little bit different. Um, Not the full change. We'll we'll talk about it, but um, it's just fun to kind of come to you post change to talk more about that. And today we're going to dive into a couple more just strategies of how to, how to do this well. And we're going to talk about um, getting creative and getting resourceful because those are some really, these are like really like things you can implement and not just like mindset, right? Mindset is helpful. And we need that. We need to get our perspective, right? We need to have our mind focused on the word of God and, and his word and the truth and, you know, the, the good things, right? Whatever is honorable and lovely and beautiful. And I'm, um, I'm butchering that verse, but you know what I'm talking about? Most of you. And, um, so we need that, but we also sometimes need to put our hands to some things with some strategy. And so I'm excited to share to you today, just some like actual things I've been implementing that have been helping me in this season. And I hope that they will help you as well. So, um, get excited. And I also just want to remind you to, if you haven't, if you've been around here for a couple episodes, um, and you have not left a review yet, I cannot tell you how much it means to me to read your words of encouragement. Um, if you are being blessed by these episodes and you want to find a way to thank me, that is the number one way you can do it is by taking a moment, leaving a review, a starred and a written review on Apple podcasts. And it just blesses me so much. And I just, um, yeah, I'm just reminded like, okay, God is really using this. Like, cause it's just weird sitting here and there's no one in front of me trying to encourage some people and I can't hear your amens. I can't see you laughing. I can't see the tears coming. And so <laughs> hearing about that and then just to not only hear about it, but also have you help grow this podcast because when you do that, <laughs> excuse me, whoa, that was weird. I don't know what's happening in my body, but when you do that, 
It helps other people find the podcast and it encourages them to listen and it helps the podcast grow. And so you're impacting more than just me. You're impacting an entire community that is longing for some healing and some um, hope in the midst of a really hard season. So thank you for doing that. If you haven't done it, first of all, if you have done it, thank you from the bottom of my heart. It means the world to me. If you haven't done it, pause right now. Go do it. Just take 30 seconds. Don't overthink it like I do with everything and just <laughs> write one sentence of something you're grateful for it with this podcast. Thank you for doing that. And I'll read some of those on here as well if you want to get shout out to your name. Um, But yeah, uh, let's jump in though without further ado. And before I, um, my throat closes, (laughs) let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama. So excited to dive in. And I was telling you that it's been a minute since I've been recording because I have some really exciting stuff happening in my world where I have the immense honor of getting to share a sermon at my church um, in like a week and a half now. It's coming soon. And so I have spent every second preparing for that because it is such, truly such an honor, um, such a sacred space. And while this space I get to share with you is sacred as well, just, you know, the privilege of like, this is my own platform that God has given me that he has built, right? It's, it's, it's me, right? But the church is his church, right? And it's my pastors, Pastor Carrie and Megan have created it. And so it's just such an honor to get to share that space. And so I've just wanted to like make sure I am faithful with that opportunity and to like really just be prepared to impact people for an eternity um, or for their next step. And so I have been overwhelmed with that. And then we've also had back to school, which has been exciting and tiring, just like it's, I gotta, I gotta start waking up early and it's been kind of a week of late nights. And so like 5am just doesn't cut it when you are staying out till 11 or 12 and then your baby's not sleeping. And so (laughs) I'm on the struggle bus over here, but I am in some ways on the other side of this change that I was talking about. So, um, in some sense, you know, I was waiting for school to start. I was waiting for this season to come where my, my, my oldest who's about to turn five is in school five days a week. It's still only half days, but it's five days a week, which is the first time that's ever been true. He's never been in like daycare or full time. Um, and so this is a big deal for us. And so I've been waiting for this moment cause it's easier to manage. It's easier to find time to work. It's, you know, there's just, kind of a, a release with that as well as a sadness. I know I mentioned it on the last episode, how I was feeling sad about the change as well. Um, no one prepared me for that. Like it was way worse than I thought it would be. Like I was so emotional that day. And even this whole week I've been emotional, like, wait a minute, like it's done. Like he's launched. <laughs> he's not even five. He's not launched. Uh, yeah. Um, I was going to give you an example, but you don't need that. He doesn't need that. He doesn't need to come back and listen to this someday. Um, but he, it's just so, so hard. Like, 
he's there five days a week now until he leaves our home, you know, besides summers and holidays. But like that just disturbs my soul a little bit. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, but we can still maybe homeschool someday. And who knows, like if when he gets into like, I don't know, high school, maybe, but I'm definitely not. Um, God did not create me to teach young children. And so I don't think that will be the option that we have um, in these early years. Um, but in the back of my mind, I'm still like, maybe we could figure out how to homeschool because it's just part of me doesn't want that time to be over. Like, I'm just sad about it. And it's hard. So if you haven't hit that phase yet, just like know that's coming. And he's not even in like full in kindergarten. This is just TK, transitional kindergarten. Um, but it's like, it's really intense. And it just makes me reflect on all of those years and like, oh my gosh, like I should have been more, you know, less impatient with, with wanting the time to move faster. And, you know, all of those things you look back on. And I, you know, I try to stay present as much as I could. And I, I, I feel like I did a pretty good job overall. Obviously we all have ways we could scale that back, but, um, anyways, that's emotional. And it's also like a, cool change. Like it's just different, right? Like he's, it's just easier around here. My house is staying cleaner. Um, there, there's just so many, the kids are not fighting cause I have a baby and a toddler, you know? And so there's no one to fight with, um, yet until that toddler gets a little, or that baby gets a little bigger, but you know, there's some good things with that too. And so it's, it's a blessing and, and heartbreaking. And then, so that's like the smaller change, but then there's like the bigger season that I'm waiting for. And that is waiting for like when they're all at that phase where they're all in school five days a week. And honestly, like this moment of pause, this transition has helped me like be grateful for where we're at. And in my deepest heart, I'm very grateful that they are not all at the place where they're five days a week, because just for me and what I love in my life and love with my kids, I love going on adventures and, and it's just in the afternoon, it's so short, like it's dinner and bedtimes, you know, there's not a lot of stuff and he doesn't even have homework yet. So he's on sports haven't even started. So we got a lot coming at us, but I'm just very, it's making me more grateful for what I do have and making me want to slow down the time instead of speed it up. Depends on the day still, but I will say that that has been a blessing in terms of perspective. So all that to say, just wanted to catch you up um, on my transition and what it's looked like for me. And I want to know about your transition. So make sure you pop into the Facebook group and tell us how back to school has been for you. Did you have all the feels? Are you just like rejoicing? Not because you don't love your kids. Like you don't, it's okay to be, have joy that they're going back to school. And we love our kids. We love to spend time with them in different ways. And it's okay to, to have that, um, yeah, as long as, you know, they also know that you find joy in their presence as well. But um, yeah, come and tell me. I would love to hear about it. If you're not in the Facebook group, come join us. We're 1,300 strong, and there's been so many new faces joining lately. It's just crazy how much it's growing. And so um, I'm trying to, like, kind of revamp it a little bit. I know I've said that in the past, but <laughs> we'll see. I have some ideas, and I really am excited to try and implement those. Um, and hopefully, as the school year continues, I'll have a little bit more time to try and get some work in, especially after this sermon is over. That's just this cloud over my head. A cloud I'm very grateful for, but still a cloud over my head. Um, so anyways, come join us. You can go into Facebook and search for Morning Mama Collective or find the link in the show notes. And we would just love to see you there. 
But let's dive into, after my long, um, long intro, I want to talk to you about getting creative and getting resourceful. So when you're in a season and you're just feeling over it, you're feeling stuck, you're feeling like a little hopeless, like things just, you just want them to change or even feeling like you need them to change because of just things that God has asked you to do or dreams on your heart or emotionally how you're doing. Um, I get it. And, and you know, God gives you what you need in each season. And so, you know, taking pause and reflecting on, okay, like what does God have for me in this? There are some things that I cannot change. Um, and how can I be grateful for those and see those as things that God has given me? And even, even like the limitations of the season, like God has, in some respects, you know, it depends which ones we're talking about here, but some respects he's given you those and that it is a beautiful thing because it sets you up for what the focus needs to be of that season. So for example, like I just talked about, I have a limitation with how much childcare we can even afford right now. And so I, that is limited. And so my temptation to want to work every day is, is not even, I can't even like go there because I don't, we don't have those finances. And so I now get the limit of that, which sets me up for beautiful, adventurous mornings with my kids and more one-on-one time with them. And it's, it's so beautiful, right? So like looking at the limitations as something that God has put in place to help you be intentional with the season. I think that's something to, to kind of reflect on. But the next one I want to talk with you about is getting creative. So while there are some limitations that we might not have control over in the moment that God maybe has placed there, there are things we do have control over. And that's like the things I want to talk with you about today. And so the first thing is trying to get creative with what the situation is and what is going on. So let me give you an example before I dive into how you can apply this, you know, over here, we are big, like big on the kids sleep. We are big on routine since they, since I discovered taking care of babies when my first was like, I don't know, four months, I think. Um, we have been on like a flexible schedule and I'm not overly strict on it. I definitely like, you know, skip naps when we need to and push bedtime if we need to, but it is something that helps us stay on track. It helps them get their sleep. It helps me get my alone time. It's just good for us. Um, and so we've done that since the beginning. And so nap time has traditionally been the time where I have worked ever since I began work um, or even before that when I was volunteering for the church in different capacities. This That was my time to work. And so it's always, I've always seen it that way. But lately... That has kind of disappeared a little bit with my um, almost five-year-old. He, you know, kind of stopped napping. And honestly, for a while, I told him to stop napping because if he would nap, he then wouldn't fall asleep until like 10 o'clock at night. And that just wasn't going to work, especially with school starting. And so I was like, no, you cannot nap. And we would have like battles with bedtime. He kept coming out of his room. It was a whole thing. And so I noticed the days that he did not nap, he went to bed right away. It was, it was seemed like a great situation. He's almost five. So it's, it's, you know, for most kids, it's time to transition out of that nap. And so he's transitioned out of it, but we just haven't quite figured out our rhythm with it. Like I've tried to implement quiet time and it would kind of work, but then you know, if, if I enforced it enough, he would end up falling asleep in his room. And so then I was like trying to be like, okay, well maybe he can sit and watch me work and he can color and do his work and, and play outside a little bit and just kind of have his own space. And that like kind of worked, but then he just kept having questions or wanting to show me things or wanting to borrow my phone to take pictures and, you know, like all these sweet little things. And, but I was just getting so frustrated because it would interrupt my train of thought and I would have to, you know, refocus and took what 
felt like forever. And so I just kind of lost that work time. And then even actually before that, my, my baby, you know, was trying to trans like get on the, the full nap train and, you know, would often wake up early or after a short time and just wasn't consistent. And so really for the past, like, I don't know, nine months to a year, those naps have been pretty inconsistent in terms of if I can really get some work done. There's certain days that it works great and then a lot of days where it's like not really happening. And so for me, the season that I, you know, I kind of talked about in the last episode that I feel like I'm kind of over it is just feeling like I'm just constantly with the kids running around, giving them snacks, giving them lunch, cleaning up, right? I love my kids. I love going on adventures with them. I love spending time with them, but there are certain parts that are just challenging. And right now we're so in the thick of that, right? They're so little that it's a lot of that. And there's a lot of things I feel God has called me to and dreams that are on my heart that I, I'm so hungry to run after and I'm so excited to do. And so that's, that's for me, the season I'm struggling with is, is being there. Um, and so for me, those nap times are such an important place because it's a way that I get to do both. It's a way that I get to be present with my kids, be at home with them and have this moment where they're getting blessed because they're napping and I'm getting blessed because I'm getting to work and fulfill this other call on my life. And so it is this really kind of essential place. It's something that helps me be healthy in this season. It's because, you know, I love my kids. I love being home. I wouldn't have it any other way. But also, if I didn't uh, walk in some of the other things God was calling is calling me to, I would probably go crazy. Um, not to say that everyone is that way, but that's where I'm at. And now, if God calls me to that in a specific season, I will obey. But it it really helps balance me out. And so, you know, I was finding myself just frustrated because I wasn't progressing on my dreams and, and these callings. This nap time was gone. I think it was also a season, you know, my son was home from school every day because it's summertime. And then there was a lot of sickness. My parents were sick. The kids were sick. I don't know. Everyone, everyone was sick. There was no childcare for like a month. I'm pretty sure it might've been one day in there which is okay. You know, there's a lot of moms that, that rock it with no childcare and still manage to run a business. Like my friend, Jen, who came onto the podcast recently, like she doesn't have anyone watch her kids and yet she, she figures out how to do it all. Um, but I'm not always good at that, but it also was, um, kind of a reminder, like, okay, even if I don't have this childcare, like what do I have? What is available to me? What, what things could I get creative in, in order to make this work. And so for me, I realized, okay, nap time is something that needs to become a non-negotiable, that quiet time, nap time, time, because that's an easy one for all of us to make work. And I think it's just so essential. And so I decided to get determined to, to figure out like how to make this work. Um, it's, it's, it was a challenge because for me, this doesn't feel like a moment to discipline because I, um, will discipline if it's rebellion or they're coming against, you know, what I'm asking them to do. And in, in some ways it was cause my son would be coming out of his room, but really like what he was craving was connection and he would, you know, need, want find reasons to ask for help. Right. Um, or, you know, when I was inviting him into my space, he, he was really, you know, wanting just to share something with me or wanting help to do something that he got on his mind. And so it wasn't like these moments of defiance or rebellion. It was just this connect, wanting connection. And so I was trying to figure out like, how can I get him to do his quiet time without really, um, 
using discipline because I just didn't feel like that was appropriate for the situation. And that's my son. That might not be true of everyone, but just with where he was at with our situation. And so I was like, okay, I got to get creative here. And so I um, first like tried creating stations for him. Like I had heard, uh, I think Chelsea Joe talks about creating stations for your kids throughout the house for them to stay entertained when you're working or whatever you're doing. And so I, I kind of tried that one day and it didn't really work. It just made a giant mess. And he was even like, mom, I don't want to take this many toys out because then we have to clean them all up. And I was like, you're right, but this is a big mess. Uh, we had like a, cr- a coloring station and a puzzle station and a, a toy station and a book station. And uh, it just, it was a lot. And so <laughs> we're like, okay, that didn't really work so well. And so we tried something else. And anyways, what the, the, what I have come to, and maybe this will help you too. Um, hopefully the bigger picture will help you too in terms of just getting creative. But what helped me was deciding to come up with a reward system. And I am honestly not the biggest fan of reward systems overall. Um, I don't really believe in rewarding kids for things they should already be doing. Uh, that's just kind of my mindset around it. I believe there's some I think just behaviors and expectations we should have on them that don't, um, they shouldn't need to be rewarded for every little thing, right? Like they can't go through life looking for someone to pat them on the back for making their bed or for, uh, taking the trash out, you know? And so that's, that's my mindset. Everyone has their own, but, um, I am not the biggest fan of that, especially when it comes to like bad behavior. Um, but all that to say, for this, I decided to give it a shot because I, again, felt like it wasn't about behavior. And so I decided to come up with a reward system to work for him. And so we have like a little chart and every day that he doesn't come and ask me questions or interrupt for any reason, except for an emergency, we always give that caveat. If it's an emergency, you can always come and get me. And I will give him a heart. And now the first few days of this were a little rocky. He, you know, kept thinking he needed me. And I kept having to remind him, no, let's problem solve through this. Like for example, he needed some water and he can't get, he can get water from the fridge, but he can't get quite get most of the time his water bottle cap open. And so, you know, I, he thought he needed my help. And then I was like, well, bud, is there cups anywhere in the house that you could use? And it took him like a minute to really think about that. Cause he's so used to his water bottle, but eventually he was like, yeah, there's cups in the bathroom. There's cups in the cupboard, right? There's cups that don't need the top removed. You can go and get. So I was like, that's not a good reason to interrupt me. And so we had to keep going through this. And there's a lot of little things he kept thinking that he needed my help for. And I kept having to paint the picture again and trying to help him like strategize strategize and think through this and think, okay, how can you do this on your own? And so it was actually like a great lesson in independence too, and problem solving. (laughs) And, um, eventually it's now we're, I don't know, like two weeks in, week and a half in, I don't remember. Um, I think almost two weeks We're it's, it's working for the most part. There's still every now and then he'll come and interrupt with something and I'll remind him. I'm, I'm not like super firm and strict on like, if you interrupt even one time, you're not going to get the little heart. Um, <laughs> I'm not quite that strict, but I just keep reminding him and then I can kind of tell if he's doing it. Um, you know, I, I can just kind of read the situation. And so I think there was one day where he didn't get a heart and I can't remember the whole story there, but, um, it was a specific situation that was going on. So it's been working. And so I'm still trying to figure out the reward system. I think it's like seven hearts. You get like a small um, prize. And the prizes that we're doing are like things that he can use during his quiet time. So books or puzzles, like quiet things he can do independently. And I'm just going to use that because now he can grow the things 
that he's going to use and, and have, you know, more resources to, to use during this time. And he's kind of made it his own thing. Now it's really cute. He like started running his own baths and he often takes baths during this time. Um, and he's, you know, I can hear him in the other room. He's safe, but, um, it's just really cute to just see how he's used, started to use this time really well. And some days he'll still take a nap and, um, I've just made sure to get him up earlier so he doesn't sleep too. He doesn't mess his sleep up too much. Much, but he's also started school, so he kind of needed that. Um, but that's a lot of details for you. So the, <laughs> the point is, how can you get creative? How can you look at a situation and instead of being frustrated and feeling limited by it, how can you like really strategize to think like, what do I have? What can I use? And how can I make that work? Right. So I have this this time where my other kids are napping, like, I got to use this. Like, this is essential. If I get this two hours every day, then that's really going to help me move things forward in all the areas. Now, it's probably not enough time to move everything forward that I want to move forward, but it is better than where we're at. <laughs> and so um, I'm really excited by it. And um, I think our we, once he gets a certain amount, he's going to get like a little bit of a bigger prize too. So we, we're still working that part out. But whatever your thing is, like, how can you get creative with your situation? What is the thing that's frustrating you? And then what do you have on hand? What kind of time do you have? What kind of strategies do you have? Um, do you have, could you do babysitting swapping with someone? Um, could you write this? Uh, so many different things. It so depends on like what the situation is and what is going on. Um, but I really want you just to think and get creative. Try and like how you can do this best is do like a brain dump list where you're doing like a, a blue sky meeting with yourself. You could even bring your spouse in on this and that would be even better. And um, a blue sky meeting, I don't know, this is what my church calls it. I, I don't know if they, they probably didn't coin that phrase, but essentially it's like sky is the limit. Like this is brainstorming. There's no wrong answers. There's no bad answers. This is Every thought should go on the paper. And so sit down with yourself, with your spouse, with a friend, even with your kid maybe, and, and think through creative solutions to the problem that you're facing. And list out too, what do you have available to you? What resources, and we're going to talk about resources in a minute, but what kind of resources for this problem do you have that you can utilize in a creative way to solve it? Because we don't just have to be stuck here. Yes, God might have limits on this season, but that, that doesn't mean we can't really utilize what we have, right? Like I had this time and I wasn't really utilizing it. I wasn't really investing in my son because I'm trying to work and I wasn't really investing in my work because he kept interrupting and just no one was benefiting. So how can we like use our time the best way? Okay. So get creative. The final one is get resourceful. So this is um, something that I was thinking through as I was preparing for school to start and just feeling overwhelmed by all the things. And, you know, it's the same month of like not having any childcare and just feeling like bombarded with so much. Right. And it also was just a transition, right? When, when kids go back to school, I love to buy new clothes. Um, it's, you know, cause when the season is about to change for Californians, it's not probably for a few months, at least in Southern California. Um, but it's getting close to changing and then, you know, they've outgrown so much of their stuff. And so we're, we're getting different clothes. We're getting bigger clothes. So it was a big overhaul of their closets and my closet and the house have been trying to, um, scale back even more like I've been sharing. So all that to say it was a lot. And so I was like, okay, like I can't get more time, right? Like that's, we all wish we could grow time on trees. 
<laughs> that was a thing, but that doesn't work, right? Um, but we know that God's given us exactly the time that we, we need. And so how can I get more resourceful? And so with, you know, one of the, the struggles that I was having was with laundry and just feeling like, how do I keep up with this? I, I think I shared with you in a previous episode, I was like, my dream was to outsource this and have someone else do our laundry. And maybe just maybe someday that will happen. But right now that's not what we're going to do and that's okay. But I'm trying to think, okay, if I don't have that as a resource, how can I make this easier? How can I make it better? And so I kind of was like trying to get creative. And as I got creative, I was trying to think through resources. And so I, I was reminded at some point of the idea of minimalism. And I had, um, never listened to the minimal ish podcast, but I had heard of it. And so I decided to just give it a, give it a go and, and start listening to it. And so I dove a little deep, not super deep, but started diving into minimalism ish minimalism, like not full on. Cause that's definitely, I don't know if I'm capable of that at least yet, or even desire to go that deep, but you know, minimal ish. So you're really scaling back like what that looks like. So instead of having like 10, 12, 14 sets of pajamas, you have like, you know, we're still working out the sweet number for us, the sweet spot. Um, but maybe like two to three, if you do laundry multiple times a week, or maybe at seven, if you do laundry once a week, um, and just trying to like figure out that sweet number instead of before I would just kind of like, I don't know, buy until it felt like that was enough. You know, I didn't really have a strategy behind it. And so I've been trying to scale that back so that we have less laundry. Um, I also asked my husband to start doing his laundry, which to give him some credit, he had always wanted to do. But in the past, I was like, no, I want to serve you and I want to do this for you. And great intentions. I just don't have that capacity right now to do that well. And so he was happy to take that on, which it's like, okay, what areas of our life can we do that in, right? Like what, who's yes is just waiting for you and you just need to ask. And it's just waiting. You know, it's waiting. Maybe it's your husband. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a, a grandparent, like your, your parents, the, the kids, grandparents, like who, if you can just demolish your pride, get a heart of humility and ask them would just give you a, an immediate yes. And those are some important places. That's a way to be resourceful. So we're kind of toying with this minimalish kind of life and trying to get rid of more things and scale things back. So the house gets less messy. So I have more time and there's less laundry to do. So I have more time, right? Can't gain time, but you can better utilize that time. And so I'm still trying to like map that out and figure it out. But that was like a, a way to be resourceful with what was going on. And then on top of that, just getting my schedule really dialed in. And this is something I'm still working on, but I'm really trying to like figure out, okay, on Mondays, here's like the checklist I need to go through on Tuesdays. Here's the checklist I need to go through, which is all stuff I have learned from Chelsea Joe from the systemize your life podcast. And she has so much great content, but I've never like been able to like fully make it work for me. And so really trying to like do that. I've, I've like mapped things out on a whiteboard and figured out like, Hey, how can I prepare my house so that I wake up? renewed and refreshed instead of overwhelmed and behind already. And so I've been really working on that, like every night, making sure the dishes are done. The house is picked up the, I think I already shared about all this, but you know, everything is set, trying to lay out clothes the day before and, you know, making all the time maps kind of setting those. So I know what my time markers are, where I need to be, what I need to be doing by that time, just getting everything dialed in so that I can 
feel a little bit more in control of my life and get back a little more hours so I can be more efficient and effective with what I've been given. Because when I'm running to and fro in a messy house with a crazy schedule and I don't know my schedule, it's wasting time. It's wasting my energy. It's wasting my patience, right? And so if we can be intentional and set things and prepare things, it's really going to help us get ahead. So I hope that helps you. Um, we talked through, I can't remember the ones I added from the last time, but, um, I know we talked about praising in the middle of it, staying present today. We talked about getting creative, getting resourceful. So I hope that helps you stay grounded in this season. That's challenging. I know God has something right here for you and I know it's going to be good. Let me pray for you. God, I thank you that you lead and guide us. God, I thank you that you never, um, Put us somewhere by mistake, God, that you have intention there. You have something waiting for us. God, I pray that you would give us patience and endurance to see this season through well, God, to be intentional and to really be, really just use this space well, God, and not just waste our time wishing it were different, wishing it was a different season. God, thank you that you are here today in the midst of now, not in yesterday, not in tomorrow, but right now here with us, God. Just show us how to use this better. Give us strategies, help us get creative and find resources, God. We need you in this space with us. We need you in this season, God. We love you and we thank you that you redeem all things. Praise your name, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Love you, mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.